you know, the line used to be never let him see a sweat. Um, but you don't actually have to sweat anymore. There is a product out that is, I mean, truly remarkable. Um, it is really hot here during the day at the ranch. And I haven't used antiperspirant or deodorant, traditional stuff. And I break through that so fast that I'm sweaty and smelly by the end of the day. I, I don't have that problem because I'm using sweat block wipes and I can't recommend these higher uh, highly enough. I really can't. It is it's such a relief when at the end of the day you're not offended by yourself, especially if you're in a crowd. I have I have some of the best artists in the world over here at the ranch this week. They're doing a, a training session at uh, at my ranch. And yesterday it was so hot and I was outside all day and I was hugging people as they were coming in and I didn't have to worry about it. It's Sweatblock. Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Please, they're Sweatblock. Something bizarre is happening in Missouri. I mean, I just told you last hour, for the first time in all of natural history that we know of, the Earth just sped up. So now all of our clocks and, you know, satellite technology, everything, GPS, has to adapt because for some reason, the Earth decided, I'm going to rotate a little faster now. There's, it's such a bizarre world we're living in right now, but it gets weird. Well, I don't know about weirder than that, but it gets weird in Missouri. Eric Schmidt, who is the Missouri Attorney General, uh, he is a U.S. Senate candidate. He's had Donald Trump's endorsement, but Donald Trump just tweets out yesterday, I'm with Eric for Missouri uh, Senate candidates. Well, there are two Eric's running. Which, which, which one? Because now Eric Schmidt, who has the endorsement of Donald Trump, has a opponent that is claiming he has the endorsement of Donald Trump. So which one has his endorsement? Only, only on a Tuesday in America, we talk to the Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt in 60 seconds. Couldn't happen a better time. It's primary day, too. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That is the most powerful. Those, those words tell you everything you need to know about who you are and about babies. For millions of us in this, in this nation, they ring true still today. It, it took the 
the blood of 63 million lives for us to get to the point of overturning Roe versus Wade. Countless more lives hang in the balance. This is not going to stop uh, abortion. I think it's going to, in some states, make it even more brutal and barbaric. But this is the fight we're in. This is the fight preborn is in. Over the past 16 years, preborn has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of abortions take place. And preborn's work of saving babies continues and at a greater uh, rate now because now they are under attack as well by many of these states. So they've got to fight on two fronts. They've got to keep the states from uh, calling them, I don't even know, terrorists practically, um, to, uh, to also just fighting for these babies' lives. We have a group on this, uh, our goal on this program to save 50,000 babies' lives through preborn by the end of the year. We are making good headway, but we are not close to that goal, and uh, we really need your help. They do it by having ultrasounds. Ultrasounds increase the chance of the mom saying, yes, I want to keep the baby, uh, by 80%. Now, for $140, you can uh, give ultrasounds to five moms. You could help rescue five babies. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, say the keyword baby. You can donate whatever you want. A dollar is welcome. But whatever you can do to stop this nightmare and save these babies, I don't think there is anything that would cause more blessings on our cause than saving children's lives. Preborn.com slash Beck. Eric Schmidt is with us. He's the Missouri Attorney General. He is a great Attorney General in the state of Missouri, uh, and he is running as a U.S. Senate candidate to join the ranks of people like Ted Cruz and Mike Lee, and I believe both of those guys have endorsed him. Eric, are you the Eric that Donald Trump has, endor- has endorsed? You better believe it, Glenn. And we're, uh, I, you know, he gave me a call yesterday afternoon and, and was, uh, was very grateful. And I think if you look at that statement, uh, the endorsement has to do with somebody who's fought for election integrity. That's me. Border security. That's me. Taking on the leftist indoctrination in our schools. That's me. So, look, this race has always been very clear. You've got, you know, in me, a record of being a proven conservative fighter. I've been on your show talking about these fights, defending the Second Amendment, you know, standing up to the yes. FBI when they want to audit our sheriffs for concealed carry permits, leading the way on the vaccine mandate. We were the first state to file on that. We took that case to the Supreme Court and we won. Border security issues, winning on Title 42, taking on the mask mandate, issuing subpoenas to local school districts on critical race theory. That's my record. Hey, the other guy is just a quitter. Eric, so he's just a er- quitter. wait, 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 Eric. Eric, are you on a, are you on a speaker phone or something? Because it's hard to understand you. Can you pick up the phone or is it yeah, just a bad time. phone? Perfect. Perfect. So I know you've been fighting for all of these things for guns and life and uh, anti ESG. Yes, much better. Um, So that's your record. And that's who who Donald Trump was endorsing. But at six, you announced his endorsement at five fifty yesterday at six thirty eight p.m. Your uh, your. competition if you will the other candidate who's also named eric he claims 
that he had a call with Donald Trump and it's it's him that the that Trump endorsed. Yeah. Uh, the other, yeah. The other Eric doesn't have a lot of credibility. I mean, this is the same guy who was a pro-choice Democrat who went to Obama's convention in 2008 cheering on the new reign of a socialist agenda. Um, and then his, you know, abused his wife and kid quit on Missouri as governor. I mean, this guy's scandal ridden, lose the seat. And again, oh, I'm not sure that's that, that guy. If you look at if you look at that endorsement um, release that went out, Glenn, there's one person in this race that has actually taken on these big, important fights, winning on the vaccine mandate, winning on border security issues, taking on you know the federal government's overreach, infringing upon our rights. The first amendment. We've got that lawsuit against the Ministry of Truth. We got it, you know, an order from a federal judge to get discovery on big government colluding with big tech. We've taken on all these big fights. And that's why we're surging in the polls. Missourians want a proven conservative fighter. They don't want a quitter. So I'll let the, the pundits kind of figure it out. But I know, you know, I had that conversation with President Trump. That release fits my record. And I'm looking forward to the primaries today to uh, being successful. Yeah. Well, you're, I don't know, 13 or 15 points ahead. This guy is, I forgot who this guy was. This guy's a really scandal-ridden dirtbag. And, I mean, to take the endorsement... Uh, and claim it to be his only shows Missouri who this guy really is. I mean, if well, you'll do that, I, that's incredible. Well, look, here's the, here's the reality, Glenn. It is a 50-50 Senate, okay? The Democrats are two votes away from packing the court, and we see how reliable Joe Manchin is, right? They're two votes away from packing the court at states of the union, federalizing our elections, open borders and amnesty, fundamentally changing this country forever, there are no mulligans. I think we are entering the most consequential decade since the Civil War in this oh, Republic's yeah. history. We've got to have oh, yeah. proven fighters. And this guy's a quitter. He quit on Missouri before. He'll quit on him again. And again, that's why I think we've got the momentum in this race. Hey, can you, can you tell me, why do you think the uh, Department of Cong- uh, Commerce uh, and the U.S. Census is calling holster companies to find out the information of where their holsters are being sold and who is buying them. And most of the holster companies are saying pound sand. This is what's going on is bizarre. Look, I I think a few weeks ago on your show, we were talking about this issue. The left, they're on the run here because we had a big Supreme Court win in the New York pistol and rifle case, that's a case I led the briefing on, which basically said you don't need to ask a bureaucrat for permission or prove you're in danger to have a concealed carry permit. Missouri is a constitutional Correct. state, thank God. But that is an unconstitutional regulatory regime, right? These are God-given rights, and government's job is to protect those rights, not infringe upon them. But with those losses that we saw at the Supreme Court, the Democrats now are on hyperdrive. They're going to try to weaponize the administrative state, they're trying to get the FBI um, to audit sh- local sheriffs for concealed carry permits. We've already said put a stop to that. You're not doing that in Missouri. But this is another end around, Glenn. I mean, they want to have a gun registry list. And we know that the Second Amendment is meant not just for hunting and not just for target practice, but also to defend yourself and your family and to protect this country from tyranny. And, uh, and they know that. They don't like it. They want the Second Amendment to mean something other than what it is. But we're going to keep fighting for it. 
the um, the administration. I mean, the only way, Eric, that we, it, when you get into uh, the Senate in Washington, D.C., you have got to figure out a way with the other senators who will be with you to shut this administration state down and take yep. Congress's power back. They are they they the IRS just bought another seven hundred thousand dollars worth of ammunition. The Department of Ed is buying ammunition and guns. It, it this is becoming a private army. Posse comitatus isn't going to be needed to be debated because the administration will have armed uh, guards that are directed directly by the president. It is really not a good thing what's happening. we got to right. stop and, the okay. administrative state. Agreed. And the administrative state, Glenn, you know, is so antithetical to our republic because our republic is based on this idea of accountability, right? We the people can send people there and send them home. You have checks and balances. No one gets too powerful. So you protect individual liberty. And this is, you mentioned, I've been endorsed by Senator Cruz and Senator Lee. And these are conversations I've had with those two senators specifically. I am going to be a foot soldier in this battle against the administrative state. And how often do we see congressmen and women come home and say, I voted for the greatest bill in the world, but I can't believe what the EPA did. or I can't believe what transportation did. We got to make Article Correct. 1 branch Congress you know, vote on these things, you know, make sure that if these agencies are presenting a new rule, they got to pull back 10, put that in statute, not just some executive order. So this is going to be a fight, but it's a fight worth fighting because this is at the fundamental core of who we are. People have to be accountable in our system of government and the rise of the administrative state is the opposite of that. We also have uh, cities that are completely out of control they're sanctuary cities for abortion they're trying to uh take clarence thomas out they'll take any of them out and they, and I, when i say take them out i think they mean any by any means necessary they'll just have some lunatic uh, uh do it um but they are they are completely out of control the cdc uh is out of control they are now putting mask mandates on dallas county just in texas but it's dallas so it's progressive city they just put in mandatory mask mandates again we haven't learned our lesson from the last mask mandate no and we need to by the way we need to bring fauci in for iran contra style wall-to-wall multiple day hearings and ask questions about what they knew and when they knew it and when they lied and I, for my part, have taken on, we sued 47 school districts in Missouri for mass mandates. I sued St. Louis and Kansas City for the mass mandates. You talk about runaway cities. I was the first attorney general in the country to, um, to issue the, uh, the trigger law in Missouri, effectively making Missouri, you know, ending abortion in Missouri. Well, guess what happens? The mayor of St. Louis now has created a $1 million fund for access to abortion. And we're suing them now, too. So these are fights that we're going to have to keep fighting, Glenn. But, you, again, you have to. These are fights of your choosing. Some, you don't have to do these things. You can just go around and do ribbon cuttings and go to cocktail parties and, and be the most popular person. That's not my interest. I don't care about any of that. I want to fight for the people. I want to save this country. And that's why I'm running for the Senate. Eric Schmidt, good luck today. I uh, hope to be able to call you and congratulate you tomorrow. I think I'm going to because it's uh, – uh, at least in the polls, uh, you are way ahead. Thank I'm you so much. Suspicious. We're going to run through the tape, but I appreciate your sentiment. 
Yeah. No, I appreciate it. If everybody goes out, I mean, the problem is, is that people, we are in a different world, people, and you cannot afford to just say, oh, well, my guy's ahead, so he's going to win. Don't do that. Don't do that. You've got to go out and vote, and the numbers have to be overwhelming um, because uh, we are in the battle for the republic. This is it. This is really it. Thank you so much, Eric. Appreciate it. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor. This uh, half hour is Goldline. I think Joe Biden, now hear me out, is the greatest president we've ever had. You know, just like the term inflation, um, I might define best a different way. I mean, why do words have meaning? I can change that. And I stand by it. He is the greatest, best president we've ever had. Don't ask me to define those words. Uh, Anyway, um, he is. He is quite an amazing um, president, uh, inflating our money, um, destroying the value of our dollar, destroying the um, the value of freedom, our just basic freedom to be able to go and buy food, go and raise food and grow food the way we want to, the way that science has told us is the best way uh, to grow food. But we're changing everything. May I suggest when the world is this insane, where we're changing everything, that um, we look at the world and say, wait a minute, China and Russia uh, and Iran are now kind of working together. Nancy Pelosi is in Taiwan. They just closed the airspace. China did. So she's kind of trapped there unless they're going to give her special permission to uh, leave that airspace. This could be fun. Um, maybe, maybe we should think um, like crazy people uh, and uh, just say, wait a minute. Um Crazy things could happen. I'm going to do the right thing and prepare. I want you to call Goldline right now. Call Goldline right now. I don't think we will be, with, but with this Nancy Pelosi thing happening, we could be at some sort of war with uh, China by tomorrow, by the end of the week. May not be a hot war. But can you imagine if they decide, you know what, we're not sending stuff over to America anymore. Please call Goldline now at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Ask him about the legal tender bar. This is something that uh, the Canadian Mint came up with with me, uh, I don't even know, 20 years ago. Uh, And they are fantastic. For every legal tender bar purchased this week, You'll receive two of the new one-ounce silver Benjamin Franklin rounds at no cost. So that's an ounce of solid silver. Don't wait to call. Uh, don't wait to uh, call for the special is going to be gone before you know it. It is only while supplies last, and they will sell out quickly. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Stu, I completely forgot that the Eric he's running against 
is that dirt bag who I mean, who hasn't, you know, who hasn't tied up their hairdresser in their basement, you know, in some S&M thing, uh, you know, you know, though, who cast that first stone? Not me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, that was what. Well, he, I he, think I'm well, mm-hmm. I think I am willing to cast that. first oh, okay. stone. I, I don't. Yeah, I think I am willing to cast that first. Stone. I mean, but, you're anyway. you're you're mailman, you're gardener. Sure. You know, in the basement immediately. But your hairdresser just seems. Oh, over, sure. Over the line on that one. Now, of course, That's we should point out the, that he's denying absolutely. this. He's, of course, denied this. He did not deny the affair uh, with her. Uh, he just is denying right. uh, the imprisonment charges <laughs> that uh, she was uh, accusing <laughs> of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. that's to, to be noted, I, I suppose. I mean, look, you know, I think I don't know. I don't know. What do you think of this? Because, I mean, the reporting on the Trump endorsement does seem like he intentionally did leave the name out and did call both people, which is a very straight. I, I get it's kind of. I mean, part of me thinks it's kind of funny. Part of me thinks Why a little too that? cute on an important endorsement like this. Why would you do that? What would be the what would be the reason to do that? The rep- I mean, it c- creates chaos unless yeah. you just want to claim afterwards. Yeah, I picked the winner. That's <laughs> no matter which way it goes. Uh, the reporting sort well, of that would be that and, and that he also had he had his no. things he liked about both candidates and some weaknesses he felt in both candidates didn't really have a strong vibe on it but just thought one of those two should win and and is uh, i i mean oh I, I don't it's really bad yeah i don't think that's a, the best I, I think eric schmidt is is the better candidate here um you know the the you're right the baggage you know look I, i'm sure there's all sorts of he said, she said going on in, in some of these situations. There's, but there's other stuff. You know, uh, uh, there's other scandals that have hit the the Greitens campaign. Not to mention our friend Dana Lash has been super critical about the Second Amendment defense of Greitens as governor. And you know, when Dana is calling out a Republican for failing on Second Amendment issues, that makes me super nervous. She knows this stuff better than anybody. So I, I you know, look, I. Uh, there's no reason to take a risk with this one. Eric Schmidt seems like a really good candidate no. that has a really good uh, record before he was even running. That's really important. Why take a risk with this? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I, I got to tell you, we cannot, we can't do another Dr. Oz. We have to have the right candidate, somebody that is known in the state and is a known entity as a defender of the Constitution, and that is Eric Schmidt. So take that for what it's worth. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. The Glenn Beck Program. Sorry. I, Why would you? I was just thinking of Hunter Biden. American <laughs> Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know, Dad. I am. I am. And I'm doing it with hookers. Um, I want to take a moment. Ask yourself this question. What is holding your back, uh, you back, if anything, from being where you want to be financially? And I don't mean inflation, although that's a reality. Forget the transitional economy horse crap. I'm talking about the things that you can change here and now. If you have a lot of credit card debt hanging over your head. Interest rates are going higher, and even where they are right now, you're probably barely paying off the balance every month. Are there places you can cut spending and save more? When you think about it, it probably feels like a a tangled web, and you just can't get yourself out of it, and you don't even want to think about it. 
That's why I'm asking you, take 10 minutes and tell somebody else about it. American Financing, they work for you, not the bank. They will find a way, if they can, to help you out and save hundreds, if not $1,000 a month. 800-906-2440. Call them now, AmericanFinancing.net. I'm not willing to do it again, not willing... This is the Glenn Beck program. So uh, China has taken its first step in retaliation. They have announced uh, live fire training exercises all around the island of Taiwan. But just there. Don't worry about it. So and it's only happening from Thursday uh, through the weekend. Hmm. So just the time that Nancy Pelosi's plane would be leaving. And luckily, they're only live fire drills. Uh, so, you know, nothing, nothing yeah. to be worried what about happen? whatsoever. In, in, by the way, one, two, three, four, five, six areas right around surrounding the entire island. But other than that, I don't think they're related at all to Nancy Pelosi's visit. You know, Nancy Pelosi has no right to do this. I don't I don't mind if a speaker of the House goes or a congressman or whatever goes. Um, just don't announce it. Uh, in advance, don't put your country in this situation. What would have happened if she didn't announce it would have been what happened when any speaker of the house would have gone. I think in the nineties, Newt Gingrich went, it wasn't the tense situation that we're facing now with China. Um, so that made it different. But if you wanted to go, go, don't say anything until you leave. And then what does China say? Hey, don't do that again. Instead, she put us in a position of we have to go now because you can't have them dictating your travel plans. Uh, and she put the entire world. She deserves sanctions here. And I would say that if it was a Republican that did it, she deserved to be sanctioned. It's not against the law, but Congress should slap her hand. Yeah, Look, we have. See if she's still she see if she reacts or if she's just if she even feels filled it. with booze. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, you know, look, Nancy Pelosi is a high ranking U.S. official. She's the speaker of the House, but she was not elected president mm-hmm. of the United States. And it is the president of the United States job to dictate our foreign policy or to manage our foreign policy. And, you know, look, this is obviously a big deal in this moment. You, you know, you've always said, Glenn, don't make threats, make promises. When you're in the middle of a negotiation and here you are uh, with a situation that we are completely incapable of dealing with this right now. We can't we are we have the Russia Ukraine thing going on where we don't we've given 60 billion dollars and we're in the middle of that thing. We can't even manage that thing. We just ran with the tail between our legs from Afghanistan. I'm very, very happy that Al-Zawahiri is dead and it's a good day for the United States that that happened. But like except. Yeah. Well, yeah, except for the fact that, he, you know, the reason why we found him is because he was able to kind of move back in. He was literally living in a house that was either an, owned by either an aide or an actual Taliban official himself that wrote an op-ed in the New York Times. So they have freewheeling access. All these reports are coming out that it's it's spinning out of control the same way it was when Al-Qaeda wound up hitting us. We have Russia and Ukraine completely out of control. And now we have 
We wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. There's more. We have Iran yesterday announcing that they now have a bomb that could obliterate Israel. Mm-hmm. Whether that's true or not, uh, we now have that announcement, too. Oh, and the fact that they're now partners with Russia, and Russia just sent the message yesterday to China about Taiwan, we're with you. So we now have complete the axis of evil, and I'm not sure which one we're on. <laughs> not sure. If, Look, are we the axis of evil this time? No, I don't think we're the oh, axis yeah. of evil when you compare us to those nations, but still... You don't want to inflame a situation like this. And let's just say we could just change our situation and put Ronald Reagan in his prime back in the office with the most brilliant minds we've ever had in control of a massive situation like this. Then maybe, maybe you could argue it's worth considering doing something like this right now however instead you have the least competent people that have ever held any of these offices attempting to manage these situations i want to make you feel better i want to make you feel better joe biden is old he's incompetent people are talking about maybe you know maybe he's his time is up Mm -hmm. and so don't worry we have we have kamala harris Mm. waiting in the wings and if something god forbid would happen to her we have nancy pelosi so i think we're covered Mm. i think we're covered you know if you had if you had i can't think of a sport that plays in threes but if that was your team you'd hang yourself you'd be like i can't i mean i'm the owner of that team uh it looks like the rope for me it's not a good. It's not a good squad. Uh, none of none of them can. No, it's not. None of them. You know, it's not interesting. Be a winning season. None of the three can speak. Uh, just think of it from huh. a very baseline consideration, a very low hurdle to clear. None of the three people you've just discussed are able well, no, to communicate in an effective manner. I was going to say that so they have a lot in common, but they don't. One is because senility. Mm-hmm. The next one is because she's an imbecile, mm-hmm. and the other one's hammered all the time. Yeah, all different reasons. But so none they of them don't have speak. a lot in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not for a common reason. So it's really uh, it's disturbing. Uh, and like nice. I I I am a bit torn on the idea of ceding the travel plans of our officials to the Chinese Communist Party. They don't get to plan where we go and what we do. However, just from a sensible uh standpoint from the the standpoint of just taking care and realizing we're in a difficult time understanding we don't want to inflame a situation right now and understanding that we have incredibly incompetent people at the helm the short-term hit to our reputation is a much better bet than the the potential long-term damages of world war three has has anybody had the time because all I've thought about since I heard this was, oh, my gosh, we could all be vaporized. Um, so I haven't had even the second to ask, why did she think it was so important? Now, I have a theory, but we'd have to check and we won't know for a while until they report their stocks. But seeing that. Taiwan is the number one chip maker for sophisticated chips, and she loves to invest in technology. 
did she just dump all of her chip stocks? And now she's going over like, <laughs> honey, don't worry about it. We're going to make a fortune because I just dumped all the chip stocks. Maybe she shorted them. That everybody's she, yelling at me. She knew yeah, this maybe trip she's was shorting coming. them. Maybe that's what's going on. And would, she's like, would not China be will blow those places up. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, would not be surprised, honestly, at this point. Because you're right. The, 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 the headline of this visit is basically a symbolic gesture to support Taiwan. And look, we do support Taiwan uh, in general terms. And... A symbolic gesture. I, you know, I'm, I'm very angry when people say it's not a country, and you know, this administration it says we don't, we don't recognize their independence. I mean, I, you know, that's, I think that's ridiculous to, to me. But look, again, you just have to know, you have to pick your battles, and you have to be intelligent about this. And Nancy Pelosi is not. Well, so so let's just put this in historical context. This is like. Um, Neville Chamberlain negotiating with Hitler. Okay, I I think it's fair, and I apologize to Neville Chamberlain for using in this analogy <laughs> him as a replacement for Joe Biden. Um, but uh, totally incompetent. Okay, you got that, and and then that let's just say Winston Churchill, he decides to go over to Poland and be like, you know what? Damn it, we're with you. All right. I've been thinking about it. I love the Polish people. I just love them. And I want you to know where we're, we're going to get them. Okay. I would be for Neville Chamberlain saying, What the hell did you just do? Mm -hmm. Well, I was just telling them I love them because I do. That's Nancy Pelosi. But you would be with Neville Chamberlain on the procedures. If Winston of it, not the Churchill point. would have just, if Winston Churchill would have gone over to Poland at that time and gone, we're gonna get them. I love you guys. What are you gonna do for sausage without Poland? Okay. And I will say, not a lot of people think that there's a lot in common between, uh, you know, Winston Churchill and Nancy Pelosi. But there is the drinking. No. Uh, which there is, is the drinking. Yeah, so there is some, they have one thing in common. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, have you heard? What is her reason? I mean, why did she just decide to do this? She was on an Asia trip and supposedly wanted to show her support for... Uh, for okay. Taiwan, I guess uh, that's that's it. Really, is been described as a purely symbolic visit, which is important to Taiwan. They want the support of the United States, but like you know, when the president of the United States and lots of uh, officials in power on the other side of the aisle and everything else are all saying this is a really bad idea, does Taiwan really have the support of the United States? This probably doesn't help them you know, either. Right. So let me ask you this. Um, for, for, I don't know, two decades, progressives have made a very big deal of first wearing the ribbon and then putting, you know, the colors on, you know, or a black box on your social media. She decides that this time, <laughs> instead of going on an Asian tour and wearing a little type, you know, Taiwan flag lapel pin to show her support, she's like, no, I gotta get out the... 
I don't like it when people just do stuff on social media or pin a ribbon on themselves and like that's standing up for Ukraine. Damn it! It's time we actually put boots on the ground. Probably not. Something I should say when I'm over there, but <laughs> it's time to put boots on the ground. No, yeah, it does not make any sense. It does not make any sense that she would prioritize this at this moment, you know, and, and, and that's okay. why I think it's completely legitimate right. to suspect uh, something else is going on here. Yeah. So let me uh, because something else doesn't make sense to and I think you'll be with me on this mm-hmm. one. And it revolves around monkeypox. Okay. And so I want to talk about the pox on monkeys' houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about that because there's something that I would like to point out in uh, in just a minute. Let me take a quick break. Grace lives in Oklahoma, and for decades she has dealt with pain in her lower back and legs. She would come home from work at the end of the day. She said I, it was all I could do to make it through evening one day she happened to hear me talking about relief factor on the radio grace you have good taste in radio hosts and no i'm sorry i'm happily married anyway she decided to try it within a week or two she said i found myself coming home from work feeling just fine the pain that she had for so long is now gone grace got her life back and so could you it's it's a relief factor it's not a drug. It was developed by doctors Four key ingredients to help the body fight inflammation, which is our main source of pain in our body. Three week quick start now developed for you. 1995. It's a trial pack. Just try it for three weeks. 70% of the people that try it for three weeks go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief relieffactor.com. 800 for relief. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the Washington Post has just uh, released something that Nancy Pelosi wrote and apparently was embargoed until she landed on the ground. Uh, and it's her reason for going over. So basically, she said, because I, I, I think it is time to actually uh, make a statement. That with the Taiwanese. Yeah, that's basically it. It was we were just talking about it as pure symbolism. I mean, it basically is true. She's saying we have a, you know, a the Taiwan Relations Act basically says we don't think it's a good idea for Taiwan to have to change for any reason that isn't peaceful. <laughs> and we stand by them. And we need to make that point now because it's an important moment in history where we're choosing between authoritarianism but- and democracy. But she doesn't, she's not the Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. She doesn't speak for the United States. I think she drinks for all of us, but she doesn't speak (laughs) for us. And, And it is insanity to, at this time, with the world on edge, to take it upon yourself, not as an elected representative in foreign countries... 
to speak on the behalf of the United States. Who the hell does she think she is? I know who I am. I'm Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Have you seen my refrigerators? There, there's a there's a disagreement too on the reporting as to how all this came out. I mean, there's an idea that uh, you know maybe Pelosi told media sources where when it and it was leaked. The other idea is that Biden realized that they were going to do it, and the administration leaked this in advance to stop her from doing it, which then created the problem because if she had just gone, as you mentioned, without necessarily telling anyone. Maybe, you know, maybe this isn't as big a deal. Instead, Man, did know, Biden actually leak this to get her to stop doing it, which actually created the problem in the first place? Wouldn't it be great? And I'm not usually a fan of this sort of stuff. You know, it happens in other countries. But maybe we should consider having a spy agency that eavesdrops on everyone's <laughs> phone. So when they could when somebody leaks something important we can just check the phone records and see which dirtbag did it. But that would be mm. a violation of our Fourth Amendment. And so our government would never do this. Well, Isn't it amazing how fast we can find, you know, Grandma who was parading in the Capitol? But God forbid we can't find the person who leaked uh, the uh, the Trump stuff. It took us years to find that. Then we can't, can't find the people that are leaking this. The, I mean, we are leak. It's like we hit the we're, the iceberg and the captain of the Titanic is like, we sprung a little leak. <laughs> no, no, I think the ship's about to snap in half. I'll give you the monkeypox stuff tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.